my daughter is away. She's about to do what she's about to do. And she's about to show what the girls Hello and welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and it's just going to be me this week. I don't have any special guests because I want to update you guys on what's going on in my life. And if you're watching this on camera, I know I look crazy. I need to finish my hair. It's like a hot ass mess right now. So... All right, I'm going to update you guys on my life. So if you've been listening, you know that I lost my job in May. I'm just going to do a quick recap. I lost my job in May, was looking for a job, found a job in August. Um, and well, I didn't find the job in August. Sorry, I started in August. And the hurricane hit. Um... I haven't been back to work. It's been about three weeks since the hurricane hit because the building that we work in is currently damaged. So I've been trying to work at my part-time job. I hate that job. I need to find a new one. But what else is going on? Okay, so currently I'm living with a friend, which you guys have heard on my podcast before, which is Mike. And I... I'm staying here temporarily, so have some great news. I found an apartment, and I will be moving soon. Yay! That was kind of fake, but I'm excited because just last week, I was really, 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 really thinking about just completely giving up and coming back home because I just felt like it was just too much like the hurricane had me like very emotional because I was I'm away from my family my immediate family like my mom my brother my grandparents and stuff and you know I just wanted to be around my family and I just felt like you know like the struggle is getting real it's still real. Um, I'm moving in by myself. I'm not getting a roommate because I can't do the stranger thing anymore. Um, I've had enough of that. I'd rather just be by myself. Like once I move into this apartment, I keep saying this, like, I just want to be by myself for like two months. Like I don't want to talk to anybody, whatever. Like I just want to be by myself. So yeah, I'm moving into the apartment. I'll be closer to work whenever we do go back to work. They're supposed to put us in another building, um, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Basically, like, they just been updating us, like, week by week on what's going on. Um, but right now, our building is closed. I don't know when they're going to reopen it. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I'll be moving closer to work, hopefully. It's still in the same area. I don't have to drive on this side of town to get to work. Um, but yeah, like, I'm going to be on my own. Uh, moving here, uh, this is going to be my first time being on my own. And I can't lie, like, when, you know, I lost my job and I had to move out of the place I was staying in, like, I just felt like a complete failure, you know? Like, it was super... 
I was super embarrassed and frustrated and I just felt like, you know, time after time, like things are just, this year is just not going the way that I want it to go, you know, and that's just like, I guess it's a part of life. And, like, I was just thinking about, like, oh, if I come home, like, what is my, like, I think I'm more so thinking about, like, what is my brother going to think of me? Like, I just packed up on my stuff. I did this really brave thing. And now I have to come back home. But another reason why I wanted to come back home is because now that I've been in Houston a whole year, I'm realizing that. Be, what I want to do with my career, I can't, I feel like I can't really do it here. Um, I feel like people out here are really behind when it comes to media and stuff. And like, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and a lot of the magazines, like the popular urban magazines, like the Fader, Complex, um, I'm trying to think of another one just to give you a third example, whatever. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But those magazines are up north in the city, in New York. And, like, you know, they always post jobs and stuff. And I'm just like, damn, like, I could apply for that. But I can't. They want you to be, like, obviously in the tri-state area. And I'm not. So what I'm going to do is I will give Houston another year if I feel like, you know, I'm not making any progress with my as far as my career goes then I'm going to go back home because I just saw a job posting yesterday for Viceland TV and they were looking for a journalist and I'm still going to apply because um, just for the heck of it, I don't know if they're looking for somebody in New York. They didn't specify on the posting that they put on Twitter yesterday, but I'm still going to give it a shot to see what's popping with that or whatever. And... What else is going on in my life? Um, still don't have a love life, really. Um, I'm completely done with dating in Houston. It's exhausting, annoying. Um, the niggas are just too stupid. Um, yo, so we went out this weekend. Sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit. So we went out this weekend on Saturday. Um, and um, my best friend Jackie is uh, moving to Waco with her boyfriend, so she'll be about three hours away. Um, so we're having pre 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 bachelor bachelorette parties, and so we went out Saturday, went to the bar. You know, we decided to ask these guys to come over to our table. Um, we took shots with them. Um, I I personally didn't offer the shots, but um, Jackie's friend Felicia <laughs> offered them shots, so we all took shots. And my thing is, like, you know, we started talking. One of the guys is from New Orleans, New Orleans, and he was super fucking weird. And he was weird because he kept fidgeting the whole fucking time. He probably was a fucking crackhead. I don't know. You niggas are weird as fuck. So, he was fidgeting the whole time. And then, like, we're having a conversation. He's constantly cutting off his friend. And then we're, we were talking about, like, you know, 
getting fit and exercising and stuff and he's like yeah I'm a carpenter and I'm a personal trainer too and I'm like who the fuck asked you you know like why are you telling me this I don't give a fuck if you're a personal trainer or not so he's like showing me the pictures and you know how when uh guys they're old when they work out they only focus up here and their arms and i'm just like you look like fucking johnny bravo like you're not a fucking trainer like i don't give a fuck about nothing you gotta say about no fucking none of that i don't care like so he's like yeah i'm a personal trainer showing me pictures from february i'm like okay whatever like you're dumb as fuck so anyway we go um, and then there's a hookah bar next door. So, you know, we're finishing up our drinks, you know, Jackie's other friends come, Nicole and Johnny, whatever. So we go to the hookah bar next door, whatever. And, um, first of all, the whole time we're at the bar, the first bar, he's like saying like, oh yeah, I'm ready to smoke some hookah. I'm ready to smoke some hookah or whatever. So I'm like, okay, like relax, calm down. Like we'll get there when we get there or whatever. So we go to the hookah bar. They don't come inside right away. The, the same nigga is on the phone with his ex-girlfriend, probably boo loving. I don't fucking know. Then the other nigga, he just like MIA. So then we walk outside to go to the car to get the charger. And then he's on the phone. I guess somebody from one of his family members from back home, they got into a shootout, whatever. I really don't know the fucking details. Um, so then he's like, um, He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like on the phone pacing back and forth. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna be right back or whatever. Um, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, I gotta handle some business. It's really important. It's really important. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So he comes inside. No, oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm skipping all through the story, whatever. So before we before he goes outside, we all come inside, but his friend doesn't come inside. So, all right, mind you, we at the bar the first time, the first bar, he saw me pay my tab, didn't say shit, didn't offer to pay for nothing. And I gave him, and I should have fucking made him buy me a drink before I gave him my number because I gave him my number or whatever. So then we get to the hookah bar. They serve liquor there or whatever, you know? So we get to the fucking hookah bar or whatever. So he sees me buy another drink, doesn't say shit. So like then eventually we go outside, we get the hookahs, we're sitting outside chilling on the patio or whatever. And um he doesn't even order the hookah. Like you're the you're the main one that was fucking hype over the hookah. Like you're you're going ham. You don't even order it. Don't offer to pay for it. Don't offer to pay for no drinks, nothing. Like so this whole time he's like has a sour puss on his face because he feels like oh he has because his cousin got arrested for the shootout or whatever he's like oh yeah I gotta buy him out whatever I always send I always send my family money I'm like whatever I don't give a fuck so like I don't give a fuck like you're at the bar if you, if it's that deep then you need to go home you need to get the fuck out of here and not stay at the fucking hookah bar or whatever you know so. He's just sitting there, so I'm talking to him, telling him he's, like, really upset. Trying to, I'm, just, I'm trying to calm him down, tell him, like, you know, you can't have control over other people's lives. The only person life you have control over is yourself. So if you're telling people, you know, you're giving advice and they don't want to take it, then it's not up to you. It's up to them whether or not they want to take the advice and they want to move forward with their life. If they don't, then there's nothing you can do, you know? Like, so, you know, we're just having that conversation or whatever. So... Um, then, if you haven't noticed, 
I am a recreational smoker. And so then we smoke, we have shots, I'm super fucked up, whatever. And so eventually I get up because like I know like I'm at my I'm at my limit. Like it's time for me to go home. Like I know when I get to that point. And this is why I'm about to slow down on drinking because it's too much. Like I was fucked up on Saturday night. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then we go. So then I get up. I go over to where Jackie and her other friends are sitting or whatever. And I lay down because they're like sitting in a booth type of area. So I lay down and um, then the nigga that I'm referring to, the nigga from New Orleans or whatever, he tries to pick me up. He's like, yeah, you can't be doing that or whatever. And I'm like, nigga, get the fuck off of me. Like, you're not my man. Like, you're not my boyfriend. You're not my brother. You're nothing to me. Like, I literally just met you. If my friends are concerned, they will act accordingly but they're not I'm just fucking drunk like I just need a moment you know like I don't need you I'm not throwing up like I'm not doing anything crazy I'm just trying to collect myself and I know it probably looks looks crazy as fuck because like I'm at the bar fucking I wasn't passed out I passed out when we got in the car to go home I almost like dozed off like five different times. Well, I dozed off like five different times that night, but I try to stay alert as possible. So then they like, I don't know what happened to him. They eventually left, but this is why I'm not dating in Houston because, oh, another thing. We were sitting down at the patio. We were sitting down outside at the patio and he's like, um, he's like, yeah, so I just want to know, like, are you going to text me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, probably not, because you didn't offer to buy me any drinks. He was like, oh, I didn't see you buy any drinks. I'm like, uh, you saw me buy drinks at the first bar, and you saw me buy drinks at the hookah bar, like, at the bar inside. You saw me, and you ain't say shit. And yes, I smoked your weed. I don't give a fuck. Like, I do not care. Like... You, I'm not interested because it's like moving forward, like I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. Not putting myself in that position. And then the whole time we're talking like at the first bar, he's like, yeah, I get money. I get money or whatever. Like it's all about money. It's all about money with me. Wherever the money at, I'm getting it. I'm getting the money or whatever. So I'm just confused that you ain't offered to buy nobody no drinks, nobody no shots, nothing. We over here buying shots, buying drinks or whatever. You ain't offered to pay for no fucking hookah, none of that shit. And this was before the whole thing happened with his cousin or whatever. He, he, you know, he, um... He offered before all that shit happened. So it's like, you're a dub. Like, it's quiet. I don't want nothing to do with you, whatever. So that was a really fun night because then Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, we reminisced about it. And when I tell you, I was like in tears laughing about what happened. Like, we were like, it was so funny. Um, so I'm happy I did that. But yeah, like, life is about to get real. About to move into my own apartment. I don't have any help. Um, so I'm, because my part-time job is a piece of shit and they're all the way, if you're familiar with the Houston area, I'm going to be moving to West Chase. My part-time job is in spring. Currently I live in Cypress, so I don't mind driving to spring, but I'm not driving to spring or driving from West Chase to spring for 
a part-time job like that's a dub so I'm looking for another part-time job so it could help me um fuel more of my income because like I'm making more money than I was making at my previous job out here but still I need more money like I want to save as much as possible and I know I'm gonna have to make some sacrifices I don't know what sacrifices I'm gonna have to make but it's gonna be rough this is like I have I've had roommates well I had only one roommate so I, I had to share the bills but now it's just gonna be me and yeah we're we're gonna figure this out and I'm really excited to take this journey because like I was really about to give up and sometimes and like I was just texting my friends like telling them like you know I want to come back home because like this is too much like I'm emotionally drained whatever like I feel like I can't handle it like you know so I wasn't sure if I was going to even get an apartment because of this hurricane you know there's people that lost their homes or whatever cars and stuff so I wasn't sure like what the demand was going to be and I'm so sad because the one apartment that I wanted to move in which is like my top choice got flooded so it's like you know I just have to I'm going to be living in an outdated apartment which is totally fine because like I could jazz it up any way I want so I'll be okay and what else is going on in my life I'm about to start a GoFundMe for a camera, so I'm about to start vlogging on you niggas. I'm about to start vlogging. Nah, I want to start a GoFundMe for a camera because I want to expand what I'm doing with my career. Like, I want to be, try to be, put my foot in or put my hands into everything possible, like, when it comes to media. So, um, that'll be coming soon. I'll let you guys know when I'll be doing the GoFundMe for the camera. I'm probably look dirty as fuck. I'm recording myself on my iPad. Oh, the new iPhone is... The keynote came out today. I'm poor. Can't afford the iPhone X. But I'll be getting upgrading because my phone is a piece of shit right now. Uh, okay, so another thing I want to talk about is my... Not my Twitter, but things that I see on Twitter. Like... I, I know social media is not a diary or whatever, but I just feel like a lot of people on social media, they like, they really like try to hide in front. And I feel like it, you guys know, like I am going through the struggle currently. Like my, I had so many goals this year and my life did not plan out the way that I wanted to. Like I'm currently, you know, living somewhere with the roommate I'm in a roommate situation I'm not where I want to be like after I was supposed to have an apartment in May or June but it didn't work out that way I went back home in June my friends helped me to get back home they flew me out and I'm so appreciative of them I'm appreciative of the support that they giving me like they're asking even like with the hurricane like you know they're asking me like if I need anything like constantly checking up on me so I'm really appreciative of that but like I want people to know like they're 
you you're gonna go through struggles and I'm currently going through one right now so I don't have much advice to give but it's just like you're not alone in your struggle like there's other people struggling and there there's people on social media that don't want to admit it because they want to uphold this image but it's like what who are you trying to impress like I'm not here to impress anybody but myself that's why like I know I look crazy as hell now I don't give a fuck like I don't care if I look crazy because I just don't care enough I don't care about what people think of me well, I guess I do sometimes, but like I'll go on social media, my hair will be looking crazy, my hair will be in a big ass fro, my eyebrows still ain't done, I said I was going to get my eyebrows done, my eyebrows still ain't done because I'm just trying to figure out what needs I need to pay before I start spending things on wants, even though I spent a lot of money this weekend, I'm super disappointed in myself, but I just need to figure out what is more important than, you know my needs I mean my wants right now there's so many things I want to get for myself for my apartment so many things I want to do I want to get my hair done I had to do my own hair even though I spent money on the fucking hair put but I put it in myself like I want to get braids done by a professional I cannot afford that shit right now that's a luxury and that's one of the things that I'm gonna have to sacrifice and I feel like I'm, I'm just not at that point in my life yet where I could be all glammed up 24-7, going to get my lashes done, going to get my nails done. Like, people front for social media all the time, and it's like, I'm here to tell you, I ain't here to front. If you don't want to front, you 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 in the same boat as me. Like, I don't got no Gucci purse. I don't got no Chanel bags. I don't got none of that shit. I drive a Toyota Corolla. It's a 2016, but I drive a Toyota Corolla and I'm okay with that like I'm tired of people thinking like the only way you can be popping is if you have all these things all these materialistic things but it's like most of the people that have these materialistic things they really ain't shit like they ain't about shit they don't have no goals they don't have nothing going for themselves and I feel like, and I know people say this all the time, and I don't know if it's true or not, but, like, a lot of people, a lot of women on social media that, you know, the Instagram models, they are selling pussy nine times out of ten, or stripping, and it's nothing wrong with stripping, because I did it one time, I'm an ex-stripper, no, I'm just kidding, I'm an ex-stripper, but, you know, I did it one time, and it's, like, I don't look down on strippers because I had to do that myself, because I struggled and I didn't go back because that club was super disgusting and I really don't know much about stripping but somebody put me on to how I could if I wanted to I could get back into stripping or whatever so if I decide to take that route I'll do it but yeah it's just like people don't like to show that their their struggle in order for them to succeed like they only want to show the end result but I don't know what my goal is to be successful I don't know when that's coming but I'm here to show you that you do have to struggle in order for you to succeed like there's no other way to put it like there I know there's millionaires that had to sleep in their car 
And I really don't fuck with Tyler Perry like that, but that's an example. He had to sleep in his car before he had to get where he had to be. Like, you have to ask people for help, and I've had to ask people for help. And, like, you know, I know I said this before on previous podcasts, but people want to make it seem like, you know, you're a horrible person for that, but you're not. Like, if you need the help, ask for the fucking help. I need help. Everybody needs help. Whether you need help tying your shoe, I don't fucking know. It don't matter. Everybody's going to need help at one point in their life. So don't feel bad if you have to go through that struggle one day. I don't know if some people may not have to go through the struggle because they have parents that are millionaires and shit. You know, like, you never know. And, you know, hopefully next year will be better um, hopefully I can get right before the year is up. So meaning like replenish my savings because it's all gone. And I miss that feeling of having money in the bank and putting money in the bank, like, and seeing my money stack up, like, so I'm trying to get back to that point. That's the goal of mine to replenish my savings for the, for the remainder of the year that's my goals for that's my goal for the rest of 2017 and 2018 is to maintain the savings and next year I was thinking like even I I want a free trip to Mexico basically I can go back um and the hotel stay will be free so but I was also thinking like maybe I shouldn't even travel next year because I don't deserve it. Like I've been traveling. I haven't I don't travel like three times a year, but I have been traveling like since I've graduated college, which has been a couple years. And like I need to have a certain amount of money in my account before I travel again. So we're gonna figure that out before we book another trip. And also, I wanted to talk about apologizing because I haven't talked about this much because my family is like a very sensitive subject for me because I don't have the greatest relationship with them. And in June, when I went back home, um, I haven't spoken to my grandparents the last time I spoke to my grandmother, I think it was in March, um, and I was telling her about the argument I had with my cousin, which was a really huge argument, and I was telling my grandmother how I feel about the argument, the things that she said to me, because she said some really nasty, mean things, but that's just who she is as a person. So it's like, at the end of the day, I can't really hold it against her, but you know, all I wanted was my grandmother to do is was to recognize my feelings and to understand like why I'm so upset like why I feel like my grandmother shouldn't to me but at the same time like my grandparents are very very old they're in their 80s they're mid 80s and you know it's just a lot of drama like <sighs> maybe one day I can go into detail but like long story short I hadn't spoken to my grandparents because of the whole argument I had with my cousin, I felt like they were taking her side in the whole argument, and I didn't like that, so I hadn't spoken to my grandparents. So when I went back home in June, um, basically I didn't really talk to them. It was from my brother's graduation. I didn't really talk to them, and I guess you could say I was being rude. Um, 
and my grandfather said something to my mom about me being rude when I was back home. So, like, I called my grandfather, and I was, like, you know, asking him. I was, like, Poppy, did you say I was being rude? He's, like, yeah, you're being nasty or whatever. So I explained to him, like, you know, why I was feeling the way that I was feeling or maybe why it came off as rude. And I kind of took my anger out. Well, I wasn't really angry. I was just, like, I'm just kind of over going back and forth with my grandparents about the relationship with my cousin and, you know, what they're doing for her, how they're enabling her, whatever, long etc etc so that's why part of the reason why you know I stopped talking to them so I explained to my grandfather you know why I wasn't really talking to them and I didn't really talk to my grandfather after I had the argument with um, my cousin I only spoke to my grandmother about it so he explained to me that he didn't know anything about it and, you know, he had nothing to do with it. And I'm like, you're right. You didn't know anything about it. So I did apologize to him. So, like, I'm glad that I recognized I was wrong because my grandfather, he he didn't do anything to me, even though I feel like they should be doing more when it comes to the relationship with my mom, me, my mom and my cousin. I feel like they should say something because I feel like that will change the dynamics of what she says to us because basically it's like us against her type of thing going on like she doesn't like us you know that's just like the whole story with that and I feel like if they would say something and put their foot down maybe she wouldn't have so much to say to us about you know she wouldn't threaten us she wouldn't say these nasty things to us if you know they put their foot down and said something so that's all I was trying to explain to my grandfather he's just like oh well Clarissa she's um she don't got no sense and I'm like yeah I know she doesn't have sense but you know we already know that so yeah I don't know I'm just like over it um I'm over like my grandmother right now like if she can come to her senses and you know just say that just admit that my cousin was wrong I'll be okay with that but again I can't make people do things that they want to do but I'm glad that I had the opportunity to apologize to my grandfather and recognize that I was wrong and also um when I was back home I did get into an argument with my mother um the day of my brother's graduation because my brother's dad is a piece of shit and I I felt like he didn't deserve to be at my brother's graduation because he is an absentee father and he's a piece of shit. So, you know, it was a whole thing going on with that. So I apologize for being mean um, the day of my brother's graduation to my mom as well. Um, we had another argument before that. I mean, after the graduation, which was like, I feel like she's always trying to intervene with the relationship with me and my brother. So I'm not apologizing for that, but I did apologize for being rude and nasty, as she would say, before the graduation started. So I'm happy. I feel like I'm making progress in my life, in my struggles, that things that I struggle with, because 
Growing up in a black household, and it's funny, somebody put this on Twitter the other day, that black parents, they don't apologize for when they're wrong. So, like, I'm glad that I could be the bigger person and apologize for when I was wrong because there have been times that my grandparents have said shit to me and my my mother has done shit and said shit to me. They have not, I still have not received an apology for that shit. But, you know, I'm an adult and I can say, like, okay, I was wrong, and I apologize, you know, for being rude, saying mean things, and I'm glad I could be the bigger person, and hopefully I can bring, teach this to my kids, and be an example for my kids, and apologize. If I do something wrong, or if I say something wrong to them, I can, you know, apologize and be the bigger person, and help them understand, like, you know, I, I, I recognize when I'm wrong, and I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, you know? Um, I think it's just so funny that, you know, my grandparents and my, my mom are expecting apologies from me, but they, I don't, I can't remember if they've ever apologized for me for saying mean things. They, uh, I feel like a lot of black parents feel like, oh, because I'm the parent, I don't have to apologize to you or whatever. Um, but you should because... At the end of the day, I'm a human being. Just because I'm a child, I have feelings. doesn't matter if you're the parent or not. But we can get into that another day. All right, so I want to close with, um, and if you haven't caught up on Insecure, sorry, but not sorry. So the, the season finale of Insecure, man, that season finale triggered the shit out of me because... Oh my god, closure, closure, closure. I'll just say that. Closure, closure, closure. I feel like that's what the um, you know, the episode was about because if you've been watching, um Issa and Lawrence broke up because Issa cheated. And you know, they've been having super awkward interactions after the breakup. And they haven't really had the the time to sit down and talk about what really happened with the cheating, why Lawrence moved out, why he didn't want to make it work. And I'm so happy that they had that conversation because my prediction was that they were going to get back together. But they didn't. And, you know, that's fine. So basically what happened is, you know, Lawrence apologized for not being completely present in the relationship. And I'm glad that he did that because Issa felt some type of way. And I'm not justifying her cheating, or maybe it sounds like I am justifying her cheating. But, you know, she felt some type of way about, you know, how he was treating her. But he was he was depressed. Um, and she I don't think she was supportive enough of his depression to help him out of that. But that's another conversation but basically he apologized for not being 100% present in their relationship and she apologized for you know it sounded like she wanted she expected more out of him and because she wasn't getting that she went she strayed away and you know got the attention from somewhere else um I've never had to deal with the whole cheating thing or whatever well, not that I know of. I've never cheated, and when I've been in relationships, nobody that I know of has cheated on me. So, 
with that being said, I don't have enough knowledge on the whole cheating thing, but I know what it feels like when, you know, you are in a relationship and the other person, you know, is not showing you enough attention or they're not completely present or me, myself, I, I've been in a relationship where I haven't been 100% present and I've shut down and because I'm dealing with my own shit, so... I have a question for you guys. When is closure necessary? Is it for me? I don't feel like it's always necessary, especially like if and I know we talked about this with the Abby and Mike episode too. Um, closure for me isn't always necessary because there may be some relationships that are just done and it's like it doesn't the relationship didn't end bad, but it's just like the relationship is over, whether it's a friendship, a romantic relationship, family, whatever, like maybe the relationship is just, it just ran its course and you don't need to talk about why it ran its course. But in this insecure case, they, you know, Lawrence, he just completely moved out after he found out that Issa cheated like they didn't have a conversation afterwards he didn't find out you know he didn't really understand why she cheated he just got up he was upset he left and that was the end of that and um I think for their situation it was necessary so if you have a similar situation where you know the relationship just ended abruptly where somebody had to move out you had this huge huge argument and you didn't talk afterwards maybe you need to go back and Visit, revisit that last conversation that you had or you know just clarify why the relationship ended and why it may never work again um so when is closure necessary for you guys uh and let me know how that goes for you sorry i had to somebody was calling me i will call them back whoever it was i don't know who it was um let me know when closure is necessary for you and how you feel about closure um i did put this question in the group grouper on facebook but you can also um let me know on twitter instagram and you can follow me at i'm five foot two on Twitter and Instagram, the name of the group on Facebook is going to be called Facts of Life. And again, I'm your host, Zakia. And it was nice chatting with you guys again. I hope to hear from you in the group, Twitter, and Instagram. If you got Instagram, holla at me and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.